0: Hi, I'm Abby. I'm Anthony. And obviously, together, we are Abby and Anthony. Yep. And welcome to Let's Talk Games Season 1 Final Fantasy 7, We're on episode 22.
1: Welcome back after our one week hiatus, after we processed what happened at the end of the last disc.
0: Processed what happened, moved house. <laughs> Life was crazy. So yeah, it
1: was It was a good week to take a week off. We did a lot of stuff, but yeah. we're back. Uh, we've got a new place to record, after we got a new place to record for the last time. <laughs> yeah, um, we
0: weren't planning on moving, so it was actually pretty serendipitous that we'd already taken a week hiatus, because
1: <laughs> we were not getting an episode out last week. No. But we're back, and we played some Final Fantasy VII this weekend.
0: And we we're excited to talk about Disc 2. hmm And it, I am not over the end of Disc yeah. 1.
1: Abby needed a week to get over the end of Disc 1.
0: So... Anthony and I will just be like living our lives like in the supermarket or will be at our respective works. And I'll just be like, you know what I'm thinking about? Aerith.
1: <laughs> Your baby.
0: Yeah. I'm so mad that there wasn't a fight.
1: It just, she just, it just died.
0: Like I expected there to be some sort of equal footing.
1: Aerith's death is, uh, I think, sparked off a lot of discussions about how frustrating it is in some video games. That you can't do anything in a cutscene. And it's still, a, ah. it's still a discussion people have today. Like, why can I use a phoenix down in a battle and not use a phoenix down on Aerith afterwards?
0: Well, for me, that's because in a battle they're not really dead, they're knocked out.
1: Okay, good. Yeah, they, it, it, I think it actually says in a phoenix down description um, like, revives from a chaos or something. But then again, um, Tifa currently has a spell called life that brings a, someone back to life. Don't even but yeah, let's let's leave that... Let's put aside game mechanics from the story, and we'll, we'll talk about the story. Yeah. So, um, the game kicks back off with us still in the City of the Ancients, with Cloud, Barrett, and Tifa kind of putting together themselves to continue the journey. And the first thing they do is they walk outside the little house they've been living in, and Barrett asks Cloud...
0: Where did off go? And Cloud kind of, like, sees it in his mind... I think yeah. that's the best way to describe what's it, going on. It
1: looks like it pains him, though. Like, he's holding his head like it's really, really sore. But he sees sort of, um, like, an afterimage of Sephiroth heading north. Yeah. And then he says Sephiroth said something to him.
0: Yeah, he says, like, which way to go, basically.
1: Yeah, he says, head north um, to the, well, I'll be waiting for you in the northern crater.
0: Yeah. So they, they head north. And then we get into a fight.
1: Yeah, and Barrett was
0: already dead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, Barrett was dead from the boss fight with Genova. We didn't get a heal at the end of the yeah. disc. I didn't. Ch- I didn't check to just sh- see if so everyone was okay. We were
0: like, oh, <laughs> was like, great. So everybody was basically like, correct. Except yeah. for default, like, the water damage thing.
1: So we managed to crawl through that fight. Um, we fought, got attacked by some little squirrels. Well, oh,
0: they were so cute that you didn't want me
1: to kill because I was yeah. playing at this point.
0: So when we played. Zelda, I wouldn't let Anthony kill any of the foxes because they were cute.
1: Yeah, no, you were allowed to kill the foxes. Yeah, no,
0: like, my link was murder Link, but I didn't, like, I was okay with killing them, but Anthony was playing this segment, and I'm not okay with him killing
1: them.
0: (laughs) And I am okay with that. (laughs) I understand.
1: There were lots of really weird enemies, actually. There were the squirrels, and then there were the hungries. Do you remember the hungries? They were the ghosts with the big tongues.
0: Oh, yeah, I do remember those.
1: So yeah, we got we got past we got out of the city of the ancients. We messed around with a shell for a bit. We got to like this big ice wall. We climbed up the ice wall. We fought some weird enemies. Yeah,
0: when we were climbing up that ice wall, I was like, that's like Prince, like, like early Prince of Persia. It
1: did, yeah. It's like Prince of Persia. Oh my god, that game was so hard. The first Prince of Persia, the two D one, it no, no, was no, no. so difficult. I
0: don't think I ever played the two D one. It was because I'm not old. <laughs>
1: I had it when I was a little kid and I could not get past like, the first screen. No, I think... The controls were so difficult in that game. The
0: first Prince of Persia I ever played was Sands of Time.
1: Sands of Time is a great game.
0: So good. I remember trying to play the other Prince of Persias, kind of searching for Sands of Time again. hmm And never quite was the same.
1: Abby's Game of the Month, Prince of Persia, Sands of Time. Yes. Also, they made a movie and it isn't actually that bad.
0: Yeah, I never actually saw the movie. It's not
1: great. Shock. It's not great, but it's not bad. For a video game movie, it's pretty good.
0: Isn't it like Jake Galifianakis? I is?
1: can't remember who's in it. Anyway.
0: I don't know. Why would I know who's in it? I don't watch movies. <laughs>
1: Back to Final Fantasy Seven, We get up the wall. Like It's not very exciting at this point. We're just kind of... It's almost like here's nothing so that you can process what just happened with, you know, Aerith.
0: Yeah, because normal people don't take ten days off when they're <laughs> yeah. You
1: just play straight away. So you get up, you get out the the um, ice cave, and you're on this big ice plateau, and you fight bandersnatches for a while, which are wolves. And finally, after quite a long walk, you get to Icicle Inn, which is a little town at basically the top of the glacier. It's actually a really cute little town. It's like a little Christmas town. It's like lots yeah. of people in snow costumes, and there's kids making a snowman. Um, and it, like you go into the inn, and there's all these surfers from um, Costa del Sol who are on a snowboard.
0: It's- yeah, Talk
1: about how cold it is. <laughs>
0: this was us when we went home to UK for yeah. Christmas. <laughs> yeah, it
1: was so cold. Um, and they're also like, oh, you know, the, the snowboarding slopes closed. So yeah, we went around the town for a bit, and then we went to a random, random's house. Right. And you were not impressed with my behaviour in this random so, house. So
0: Anthony just walks in, talks to like nobody, sees a map on the wall, steals their map, goes into a different room, takes all their juice.
1: <laughs> their hero juice
0: and then you talk to the woman and you find out she's a single mother
1: (laughs) she's lost her husband but she doesn't seem to think her husband's dead she's like oh he's on the glacier for 20 years
0: yeah so we're just going on a crime rampage against the disadvantaged in the town the
1: best bit is I think her son is outside working on the house and he says oh if you're going to the glacier you should take the map and he's like oh the cheek of it you already took the map (laughs) I like that you noticed
0: but yeah it was so weird she was like yeah my husband's been missing for 20 years I reckon he's in the glacier
1: yeah do you not go look for him
0: yeah. Is he okay? Go check!
1: <laughs> Maybe it's just, like, an amicable separation.
0: Go check! <laughs> There's plenty of people I'm not that amicable with, but if they were missing and I thought I knew where they were... would
1: go make sure they were okay.
0: <laughs> I was just like, I love how she hasn't bothered to look, is what I wrote my notes. <laughs> and
1: then we find a little boy who's hurt himself and can't snowboard anymore, and the snowboard's like, you can pick up this item. And then we found the laboratory.
0: Yeah, so... <laughs> In my notes, I was like, walked into this weird, insane techno house.
1: Yeah, it's so out of place in this village. Everything's all wood and, like, frosted glass and Christmas lights and then techno, techno house.
0: So, it makes sense once you see what's going on. Yeah. So, there's this computer that you can play a video in, and the videos have lots of different names. So, there's what, the, the original Crisis, yeah. Weapon, Yeah. Don't Watch This.
1: Yeah, Confidential. And, It's confidential, and don't watch is actually the menu to leave.
0: Oh yeah, confidential, and then there's... If you go into the confidential, there's There's, then two videos. Yeah. So we start with the original Crisis. And it plays a video, and it's Aerith's mum.
1: Yeah, Ilfana. Ilfana. So Professor Gast is asking Ilfana to tell him about the Cetra.
0: Yeah, so she basically is quite happy to... And she says they were the first ones to discover the planet's wounds. Yeah. And they discovered them at.
1: The Knowles Pole. The
0: Knowles Pole. And I didn't read this properly, so I thought that the people who discovered it were the Nose Pole. <laughs> the Nose Pole. <laughs> and I was like, that's a dumb name for people.
1: The Knowles Pole is a really interesting name. I don't know if it's a mistranslation or. It's just it's such a strange name. It's like the Knowledge Pole or. The knowing pole.
0: There was definitely some translation issues with this bit. There
1: definitely was. I think in
0: the second video, there was like two boxes that didn't make sense.
1: I think they were out of order. Mm, maybe. I actually think they were put in out of order, but we'll talk about that in a, in a second. The one thing that I quite thought was interesting about this is everybody has been really nasty to the Cetra every time we've seen them, like Shinra especially. But in this scene, Gast was talking to her. We knew the guest at this point, all we really know about him is he was an action or scientist. Mm-hmm. But there was definitely no. Um, he wasn't like forcing her or she wasn't under duress. She was quite freely volunteering the information. Yeah,
0: he was like interviewing her, but he wasn't forcing her to say anything.
1: Yeah. And so she explained that the Cetra came together to try and heal the wound in the planet.
0: Yeah, before that, they they talked about this area, the, the Nolas Pole? Nolas Pole. Nolas Pole is where they had the conversation with the planet yeah and it said that something fell from the sky making a large wound and then thousands of setra pulled together to heal the planet
1: what i quite liked about this is it kind of implied that gas was like oh did they do like some spell or something magical and she's like no they grew lots of plants
0: i love that i love that really they can hear the planet so they cultivated the land yeah. to help bring more like life to it
1: so, so it got more it got more powerful and able to heal itself um, but she said, "I don't. I think from what she was implying was that it didn't really have that much of an effect, and the wound cl- cl- like took quite a lot of time to heal."
0: Yeah, because it, all the energy withered away.
1: Yeah, so that and that's why this area is still cold and frigid. It still hasn't recovered. Yeah, thousands of years later. Um,
0: and is this bit actually where they're talking about the crisis? Yes. So this bit about the crisis didn't really make sense. In terms of actually what's said in the text box, you kind of have to interpret it. You had to interpret it, and you had to use the context from the next videos and, and what you already knew.
1: Yeah. So my reading of it is. Oh, well, do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to go with your reading first?
0: Sure. I didn't write as strict notes as usual in this because I was like, this doesn't make sense. So mm-hmm.
1: What do you think it, it, the story is here?
0: So basically, there was some sort of crisis. That approached them as a friend. Yeah. But it gave them a virus. Yeah. And the Cetra were transformed into monsters. Yeah, and
1: you were really shocked by that.
0: Yeah. And thinking of it now, I don't know if it means literal monsters. Like they literally became like the type of creatures you're fighting. Or if it changed their personalities in a way so that they were no longer trying to help the planet.
1: I think a little bit of both.
0: That's kind of it. Gast calls it a day.
1: Yeah, that's, that's pretty much what, what I think happened, but I think it relates to the, 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 the crisis itself was what did we were talking about in the second video.
0: Yeah. So the videos, the second video definitely helps unpack it a bit. Mm-hmm. So, but before we did that, when it was talking about the crisis, I was like, oh, it's a bit like an America analogy. <laughs> like, came as a friend and then gave them a virus. Yeah.
1: Oh no, you know what it is? It's a British colonialist. Analogy. Here, have these
0: blankets. (laughs) They don't have smallpox. Oh. Oh, Oh, her history's so tragic. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) so the second video is called Weapon.
1: This is quite confusing in the way it's written. I had to explain it to you while we were watching it, and I only knew the answer because I played ahead in the game.
0: There was somebody that Professor Gast mistook as an ancient. Yeah. But this thing was actually the crisis from the sky. Yeah. And this thing was Genova. Yeah. Which totally helps, because in the previous episode, or the episode before that, I don't know, it talks about how... Cla- um, Cloud. <laughs> <laughs> how Sephiroth is not really an ancient. Yes. And we were like, but Jenova's an ancient. And it's because Genova's not an ancient. Jenova's Genova not is an ancient. Literally... The crisis that fell from the sky. How yeah. bad do you have to be to be the crisis that fell from the sky?
1: What's even worse, and the implications again, this game is gross because we thought that Sephiroth was the child of an ancient, mm-hmm. but basically Vincent's girlfriend, whose name I can't remember right now, was the surrogate mum of an alien creature, crisis from the sky. Ew. This game
0: is gross. Because
1: Sephiroth is, if Sephiroth is Jenova's child, like created from her genetic information.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: so he's yeah he he's he's this space creature which explains I think why he's so weird and messed up yeah he's not of this planet or at least not all of this planet um
0: and he doesn't really have an identity
1: and so what I read from this going back to the first video is that Genova is the crisis mm-hmm. and appeared for them like as a person and gave them the virus and tricked them um and then it goes on then Elfana goes on to say that... The planet was very concerned about Genova.
0: Yeah, it had to destroy the crisis.
1: Yeah, so it created weapon. Um, and Gas does a great job because he tries to describe weapon using the word weapon and it's very confusing. Yeah,
0: this is where it like got weird. But basically it was like the planet needs to destroy Genova mm-hmm. so that it can heal. Yeah. Read like saying those out loud, I'm like, this game is Weird. It's really weird.
1: It's it's the planet is a, the planet is a character in this game. It's yeah. a living entity. Um, so it created it created weapon to protect itself. But then Elphana says that weapon was never used. Yeah. Because a group, a small group of Ancients, because at this point, um, Genova or the crisis had spread across the world and infected all of the tribes of Ancients. Um, so a small group were able to contain and uh, not destroy, but like stop Genova. Yeah. And so the planet didn't need to use Weapon. So yeah. it's just planting the seed that there's something called Weapon out there, really. But,
0: like, Weapon is still sleeping.
1: Is... Yeah. And he asks her if she knows what Weapon is, and she says, I've got no idea, like, it's not been heard of or seen or it was never actually used. Yep,
0: yeah. and then that's the end of the video. That's the end of the video. And then you get some Ilfana and Gast Goss in the next yeah.
1: episode. The next episode is a cute... The first one's a cute little video.
0: Yeah. So the second one is, the first one isn't actually a video, it's a bit of a voice recording where yeah. Gast is trying to record something, but you can't get the camera to work, so it's just a little interaction between the two of them. And she's like, what are you doing, Professor Honey?
1: Yeah, I like that.
0: Which I found a bit weird, because even though it's a bit cute, it's also like she hasn't gotten out of the habit of calling him Professor yet. Yeah,
1: yeah. And like, she's brought a child to term, they've been together for a while.
0: Yeah. So... <laughs> oh
1: okay, yeah, spoilers, they've had a kid.
0: Yeah. The gas is being cute, he's like, oh, I'm not trying to interview you, I just want to record my daughter.
1: Yeah, and she's ten days old at this point. Aww. But th- there's a really awkward line where they're discussing her name, uh-huh. and Elfana says, if she's a girl, we'll call her Aerith. And I'm like, your kid's ten days old, you should probably know what gender it is at this point.
0: <laughs> and then, the next video is day 20. And Elfana, <laughs> this is some interesting parenting by Elfana, <laughs> but... Um, Gast wants to record, and she's like, You need to stop doting on her.
1: Yeah, you're gonna make her soft.
0: And I'm a bit like, She's 20 days old, please dot on her just a little bit. <laughs> the reason that Alfana doesn't want Gast to dot on her is because Aerith is different. Yeah. And she's going to need to be strong and to have street smarts. And Gast is basically like, No, I'm gonna protect you. Yeah,
1: he says, I'll protect you no matter what, whatever it takes.
0: And then there's a knock at the door. And Gast is like, Who's interrupting my family time? <laughs> and what you kind of realize here when the door is open is that Gast and Alfana are actually hiding.
1: Yeah, they're on the run.
0: Yeah. And they're on the run from, obviously, Shinra.
1: And guess who shows up?
0: Hojo Mojo.
1: Young Hojo without Hojo a hotel.
0: So, yeah. So Hojo comes in and he's like, I've been searching for you, etc.
1: Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> um, and he says he needs to take her back in. And he implies that he's actually known where they are.
0: But he's been waiting for Aerith...
1: ...to be born so that he has another specimen. Um, and Gast is now a specimen as well, mm-hmm. from what he says, cause he doesn't want any of them to be hurt. He wants to take them in. Because we've talked about this before. Like, Hojo's gross and disgusting, but... He, and he doesn't see any of his specimens as people, mm-hmm. but he still doesn't want them to be hurt. But it's from a, it's like he cares for them, but from the wrong angle.
0: Yeah. He doesn't want them to be hurt for science, not because he doesn't want them to be hurt.
1: For discomfort. Gast's like, you're not taking Aerith away from me, you're not taking Alfana away from me. And then Ilfana basically offers to sacrifice herself for Aerith.
0: Yeah, she's like, don't hurt my daughter. Take me, it's really me that you want.
1: And you're just like, this is so grim.
0: So... Button grin,
1: and then um, a soldier shoots out the camera, mm-hmm. and um, you hear Gas say, "Ilfana, take Aerith and run." And there's a gunshot, and then you hear someone die, mm-hmm. and then I didn't read this very well. Is it implied that Hojo has Ilfana and Aerith at this point?
0: No. I don't think so.
1: So they got away.
0: No, I think it's implied that Hojo is like, oh my god, what are all these videos? And then he watches them, so he has the yeah. same knowledge, which is why probably he's so interested in Genova.
1: It's actually really like spooky, or not spooky maybe not the right word. It's really messed up because we now have it established in canon that Hojo knows that Genova is not an ancient. Yes. So he has then taken this information. Gone and searched out Genova, found it wherever it was, and created Sephiroth from it, and not told anyone in Shinra that Genova is not an ancient, because they all believe
0: that, Genova is, an that Genova is an ancient. Wait, what does this do to the timeline? I
1: because think.
0: Aerith is meant to be what was. What she was nineteen, I think, or twenty-one. So she was already born. Yeah but isn't so
1: maybe they've already created Sephiroth at yeah, this point but
0: isn't Sephiroth like what maybe be like 24 25 yeah you're
1: right so what they've done yeah because Sephiroth was in his 20s when Cloud was 16 yeah um, what, what they've done is Elfana has been explaining to Gas that they've they done messed up yeah they've done made a big mistake
0: yeah basically um,
1: but Hojo has then known at this point Jenova's not an ancient what on earth is Sephiroth and not done anything about it he's
0: basically been like meh we'll see Persimmons. <laughs> do that again <laughs>
1: so um, we finished that bit up and Abby's like wow this game is sad
0: <laughs> it's so tragic it's very tragic I just want to play Stardew Valley all day every day and not nobody die
1: <laughs> and um, what happened next oh yeah so then there's,
0: the Turks are here and yeah, there's this really like kind of cute comedy bit actually with the Turks yeah so we. Well, go it's also outside. really
1: tragic as well though
0: <laughs> we go back outside I would get the snowboard this
1: time. Well, first of all, before we get the snowboard, um, Elena shows up with the Turks as soon as we get outside. And she's like, oi, you, and runs over. And she's like, you're going to pay for what you did to my boss. Um,
0: <laughs> oh, sorry, yawning. I thought this was after we got snowboard. No, we got snowboard okay. after this. The snowboard really doesn't matter in this discussion. <laughs> no,
1: no, it doesn't. Um, and she's like, you're going to pay for what you did to my boss. And Cloud's like, no, that wasn't us, that was Sephiroth. Uh-huh. And she's like, no, you lie. You're going to pay for what you did to my boss. He's like, no, seriously, it wasn't us. Sephiroth killed him. Um... And then she's like, I want to punch you in the face. And the game's like, dodge the punch. And, and I,
0: Anthony was just like,
1: nah. I just didn't, I couldn't, it was like, nah. I tried to dodge nah, the punch, so I like, didn't. Nah. So Lena socks Cloud in the face. Um, which is sad because if you manage to dodge the punch, she misses Cloud and goes skating off down the ice. Um, and we get knocked out and they put us in the house. And I think it's basically there so to make sure that you find the videos. She puts you in the house with the videos. But we stuck out and there's Shinra guards guarding the exit to the village. But if we go into the house where the little boy was, he gives us a snowboard. Yeah. And Abby did some snowboarding.
0: (laughs) So this whole episode should be like, Abby can't snowboard. I was like, I got this. I played a lot of SSX Tricky.
1: Which is a great game.
0: But honestly, we were not childhood friends, me and Anthony. You do not know how much SSX Tricky I played. Like, I had the courses. (laughs) Memorized. Memorized I could do all of them With a tricky bar <laughs> Like Excellent 10 out of 10 Would play that game again But you could not Play snowboarding No in five, could five, do seven. couldn't do it could do it I was really bad at it It I don't know what was wrong I just couldn't get The The turning mechanic down
1: Yeah it's, not, it's 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 definitely like We could do a snowboarding game Rather than like Let's make a really good snowboarding thing Like we could put a snowboarding bit here And They kind of just did it yeah. Um,
0: so it wasn't even really like a minigame.
1: It was just hard. It was just hard.
0: Um, but I d- did not bad. Like, I got quite a few balloons. You
1: got, you got balloons. I don't know what the balloons get you, but you got balloons. Yep. Um, what's really weird is the whole snowboarding game genre may have just come about from this minigame.
0: I'm now Googling to see if we can get S6 tricky.
1: On the Switch? Yeah. <laughs> um, which is interesting. Like, if, what would, would be one of the first... 3D snowboarding games. It's a very early PlayStation, se- PlayStation 7 game. PlayStation game. Um, and yeah, it's just a really weird bit to put in the game here. I can kind of see... Like, it's a, it's a cool idea, but I feel like, like right, where are we going to put the snowboarding minigame? Like, we've made the snowboarding minigame. Where are we going to put it in? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I thought the motorcycle thing was a really cool set piece for where it was in the game. Like, it was at such... Um, such a crescendo in the storyline at that point, like, it'd be going up and up and up and up and up. And just when you thought it was about to crash out, you got to do this cool sword-fighting motorcycle minigame with awesome music. Like, that worked really, really yeah, well.
0: Yeah, you're right, you're right.
1: Um, but I just felt this felt, fell a bit flat. It just didn't fit into the story very well.
0: Because the story's different now. It's heavier. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, but anyway, we made it to the bottom, and we ended up in the bit where the map is. And uh, we got very lost in the snow... I have stuff I want to do in the glacier before we move on, but we got very lost and we ended up at the hut at the bottom of the mountain and that is where we finished playing. So the plan for our next playthrough is I'm maybe gonna off screen go back to the glacier and just get all the items that are there, and then we'll catch back up to climb the summit to the crater.
0: Update we cannot get SSX tricky.
1: No SSX tricky on the switch. Abby's actually genuinely disgruntled, I can see her face.
0: <laughs> tricky, 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 tricky. I love how I just like zoned out at the last like three minutes of that podcast while I was googling SSX Tricky.
1: It's okay, <laughs> it, like not much happened in the last three minutes of the, of yeah. the episode. We just okay. walked across some snow.
0: We actually missed a bit just looking at my
1: notes. Oh, yeah, what did we miss?
0: When Elena is there, she she's like talking to Cloud, and Cloud's looking. Like passed her down the hill, and he says, "Oh, what's down there?" And she's like, "It's oh, a yeah. secret." Yeah, that's right. But the translation or something was wrong because it split it up like S E C R E T. So it's a C.
1: Yeah, which no English speaker would ever pronounce it as. So uh, my guess is, in the Japanese, phonetically, secret can be split into three characters or three sounds. Yeah. But you can't split secret into three sounds <laughs> in English.
0: Well, you can, but you wouldn't split it into the three sounds using yeah. letters because it'd be like a C. No, it'd just be two Yeah, C- it's, it's,
1: it's a C. Great. That's how you would do it. So it was just, it was just really funny. It's like <laughs> Elena's like, it's a C. It. So you right, Elena. Come down.
0: Anyway, that's all. Yeah. So okay. So thank you for listening, and thank you for sticking with us throughout this hiatus. We really appreciate it. It's great as a small podcast to even have a small number of people we know what we're doing is really niche but we really appreciate it so thank you if you are following us on Spotify or you've left us a review on iTunes or you're even just downloading the episodes regularly thank you to the people who are starting to interact with us and if you would like to support us you can follow us on various forms of social media we have a Twitter account for our our sort of Abby and Anthony productions and that is at Abby and Anthony Mm -hmm. Anthony has his own Twitter account, at Antwiltalk. Mm-hmm. I am still not on the Twitter sphere. I'll get there at some point, potentially, if I'm in the mood. <laughs> but I do have an Instagram account, which I use rarely, but still good for quality cat and dog content, and I'm getting better. And it's at Abby Will- the Abby Wilson. Mm-hmm. Last of all, if you would like to be awesome and support us on Patreon, it is patreon.com forward slash Addie but the most important thing you can do the best way to really spread awareness for that us is just to tell people about us this please so be nice to us internet
1: thank you very much have a nice day